Welcome to Clutch Time with Mike on the Mic. It's your boy Mike, and I'm back with another episode. Today is January 30th, 2022. So welcome to 2022, y'all. And today was the NFC and AFC Championship playoff games. We saw two great games go down to the wire. And I got just a little bit to say about both games. But let's first talk about that first game, the Bengals versus the Chiefs. And after the Chiefs jumped out to a 21-3 lead, I honestly thought it was over. I didn't think the Bengals were going to come back. But Joe Burrow being Joe Cool led his team down in the second half and scored um, 20, what was it, 24 second-half points to lift the Cincinnati Bengals to their first Super Bowl since 1988, I believe is the year, the last when they went to the Super Bowl. So in only his second year of starting, he's already got the Bengals in the Super Bowl, and I couldn't be happier for him. It was a cold performance, and in the last five weeks of the season, um, Joe Burrow has thrown 15 touchdowns and only two interceptions. Um, he had one interception, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he had one interception against the Titans last week, and he had one today against the Chiefs. Um, but he didn't put the ball in harm's way. He took a lot of sacks because the Bengals' offensive line is not that good. But um, – he performed very well under pressure for a guy who's only his second year. Um, I know I hate to throw big comparisons out there, but he looked like Tom Brady under pressure. He just looked like nothing phased him and nothing was going to stop him from getting done what he wanted to get done. And um, I just shout out to the whole Bengals organization for staying the course. Just two years ago, they had won two games in the season, I think they were 2-14, and 14, and they drafted Joe Burrow first overall. He tears his ACL in his first year. He comes back this year, and he's prolific. And shout-out to Jamar Chase for being one of the best young receivers in the game. I believe he broke the record for most receiving yards by a rookie, um, and the boy's electric with the ball in his hands. Um, crazy, crazy. And shout-out to the Bengals' uh, defense for coming through in the second half and holding um, – Pat Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs to only three points um, and basically stifling their offense. And what I want to say is just from watching the game and knowing how momentum works in football, that Pat Mahomes choked away that second half. He choked that game away. There's no reason in the world for them to get the ball three straight times in the first uh, the first half and score three touchdowns. And then going in for a fourth touchdown at the end of the first half and throwing, throwing a flare screen to uh, Tyreek Hill and him getting tackled and then running out of time. So it ended up being 21 to three at half. Um, I just think Pat Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs are too good to be uh, shut out like that. You know, all all congrats to the Bengals defense for turning up the pressure. But if Pat Mahomes is who we say he is and, you know, him uh, winning that Super Bowl, I believe it was his, his second year in the league and his first year starting um, or second year starting, excuse me, third year in the league, um, him winning that Super Bowl, and everybody's saying that he was the best quarterback in football, and some people saying if he retired today, he'd already be a top five quarterback of all time. 
Um, the reason why I'm being so harsh is because just watching the shows that I watch, watching First Take, watching NFL Live, watching Get Up, watching Undisputed, and watching what people say on social media about Pat Mahomes, you would think Pat Mahomes had already won 10 Super Bowls in his career. The way that people talk about it, talking about him being potentially the GOAT and potentially being you know, the best quarterback that this game has ever seen. And with that comes lofty expectations. When you're up 21 to 3 in a Super Bowl or in an AFC Championship game, I expect you to close that deal. Um, if you're going to be compared to somebody like uh, Tom Brady, then I expect you to close that deal because I've never seen, not to my recollection, somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, I've never seen Tom Brady be up 21 to 3 in a game and then lose the game and only score three points in the second half. It might have happened, but I don't remember it. And if it did happen, it definitely didn't happen in the playoffs. So. Pat Mahomes, I think Pat Mahomes choked that game away. Um, Tony Romo started saying it early on in the season with the Chiefs. Um, a lot of defenses were playing a, a single high deep safety, trying to keep everything in front of them and not allowing the Chiefs the big play, which they've been known for over the last few years. And by them, by by the defense not allowing Pat Mahomes to throw those, those bombs that he's been throwing, um, Pat Mahomes clearly showed that he doesn't understand the understand what it means to take your check down routes, to take uh, maybe your second or third option, you know, in a in a play instead of always trying to hit for the the big play. I know everybody wants to see the seventy yard touchdown bombs and the big plays. That's all well and nice, but when you're playing football, football is literally a game of inches, and it's a game inside of a game. You got to understand if a defense is playing you this way. Give uh, you know, take what the defense is giving you. That's what's made Tom Brady so great all these years. Tom Brady used to be the dink and dunk king. It wasn't until the second part of his career when he started throwing the bombs and throwing you know guys open for seventy-five yard touchdowns and whatnot. That was always Peyton Manning, the big play. But Peyton could you know check himself out of a bad play into a good play. Peyton was a master of the audible at the line. But Pat Mahomes. I'm not going to sit here and say he's not a good quarterback because he is a good quarterback, but I think Pat Mahomes, the thing he needs to work on this offseason is to learn that he doesn't always have to get the big play. Sometimes taking a five-yard uh, a five-yard out uh, a five-yard out or a five-yard swing play to the flats sometimes is your best play because you're not always going to be able to throw the 75-yard touchdown pass. And I think uh, all the success that he had early on in his career – I think that is what has kind of troubled him this year and, and even in the Super Bowl last year when he got shell-shocked by the Bucs. Um, the, the Chiefs' uh, defense was much maligned last year for how, or, you know, how bad they were, but I think that they were a lot better this year. Uh, the Chiefs' offensive line got a lot better this year, and I think um, – Honestly, we give guys a lot of praise when they win. Pat Mahomes is getting all the praise when they won, so I got to give him the the I got to give him hell for them losing. I just I'm sorry. You can't be up 21 to 3 and be, you know, arguably the best quarterback in football and not close that deal. Like I said, that wouldn't happen to Tom Brady. Um I can't think of a time that's happened to Peyton Manning. Um it may have happened to Aaron Rodgers, but I'm not saying I can't think of it off the top of my head. I don't remember that happening to Drew Brees. I don't remember that happening to Joe Montana, uh, guys like that, Steve Young, quarterbacks like that. I don't remember happening to those guys. 
Um, like I said, I could be wrong, and if it has happened to him, I think it's more so it happened to him in the regular season versus the playoffs. Um, I just don't remember one of those quarterbacks being up uh, by 18 points, being up by uh, basically three possessions in a, game, in a playoff game with only a half to go and then choking the game away. I just don't remember that happening. So I got to give – I got to take major points away from Pat Mahomes and – I got to give him to Joe Burrow. Now, yes, he's got to go and win the Super Bowl for me to call him uh, arguably the best quarterback in the game. But the 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 steps he's taken from year one to year two to being in the Super Bowl and being Joe Cool and literally being, like, unflappable under immense pressure, like, literally, he got the ball after they caught that pick uh, in overtime. He got the ball and went right down the field and kicked the field goal like it was nothing to him. And even when they uh, when they went to go when they went to go down the field to kick the field goal to go up twenty four to twenty one, he literally went right down the field like it was makes no sense how how much ice that man has in his veins. So I got to give all the credit to Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and that whole coaching staff. Um, for having the boys ready to play and having the Bengals in their first Super Bowl in, you know, my whole lifetime. I was born in 88, and I think that's the last time that the Bengals went to a Super Bowl. I think that was the last time the Bengals even won in the playoffs. Um, so in my lifetime of living, this is the first time the Bengals have been in the Super Bowl. And shout out to my boy Juice. He's the only Bengals fan I know, and he's been telling me all year that Joe Burrow was that guy, and I didn't want to give it to him because I just didn't see it, but I, he's made a believer out of me. So more power to uh, to Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. Now to the second game, the Rams versus the 49ers. Um, the Rams – have lost to the 49ers the last six times I believe they played. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo in his starts against the Rams were 6-0. and He never lost to them. And we had just saw a few weeks ago. Ooh, excuse me, y'all. Excuse me. That was a yawn. Um, we just saw a few weeks ago that the Rams were – they went – and play the 49ers and lost in overtime. And Jimmy G went right down the field and scored a touchdown to um, tie the game up and then end up winning the game in overtime. So, uh, you know, it was a big a big moment for Matthew Stafford and the Rams. And we all know Matt Stafford played in Detroit, and he never won anything in Detroit. Detroit is just a, a train wreck of a franchise. Um he was 0-3 in the playoffs. I think his career record with the Detroit Lions was 74-90. and He was the number one overall pick. We all knew Matt Stafford had talent. He just played with the Detroit Lions. And then when he got traded to the Rams, it was like, okay, now this is your chance. You know, you can't be the guy that everybody makes you out to be. You can't be the guy that throws the interception at the worst moments in a big game. You want these big games. You want a chance. Now here's your chance. You got to make something of it. And I love to see that uh, – not only last week against the Bucks, but this week, you know, he stuck with his game. He had some bad throws in the first half. Um, he had a, a – I want to say he had a bad interception. I believe he was intercepted in this game. He had a bad interception. He just had some bad reads um, and some bad play calls, you know, for him in the game. But I'm glad that he, you know, withstood all that and he was able to overcome adversity and get his team to the Super Bowl. And I definitely want to shout out my man's Odell Beckham Jr. because um, the stuff that he went through this year and last year playing with Baker Mayfield 
is unbelievable. Now Baker Mayfield looks retarded by having us believing that OBJ was washed and he couldn't play anymore when clearly it was it was it was Baker Mayfield that was the one that was washed and can't play. It wasn't Odell Beckham Jr. He got with the competent quarterback and look at that. Now he's a factor in the passing game and he's going to the Super Bowl. So I'm happy I'm very happy for him and uh for the 49ers I think it's time for you guys to realize um, Jimmy G is not it. Jimmy G, multiple times in that game, just looked like the moment was too big for him. He had that wide-eyed look like he was a deer in headlights, um, and he threw that p- interception. I get it. He was just trying to make a play. It wasn't like the the pass he threw that got picked off at the end of the game and overtime was bad uh, or right before overtime was bad, but um, – you know, you just don't make that play. Um, I don't want to say take the sack, but throw the ball away. Do something. I understand you're just trying to make a play. You want to keep your team alive, but just throw the ball away. Live to play another down. Now, because of that, uh, the Rams are going to the Super Bowl. And also, major, major shout-out to my boy Aaron Donald. Now, Aaron Donald against the the 49 excuse me, against the 49ers, he always looks like a regular player. He doesn't have the impact that he does uh, versus other teams against the 49ers. And I text my boy Tim uh, right before the series started uh, that the 49ers had the ball last. I text him. I said, if there was ever a time for Aaron Donald to show up and show out, it's now. Like, he needs to become Aaron, the Aaron Donald that we know and take over the game. Um, he just needs to become unstoppable. And – that play he did, he got to the quarterback and he brought Jimmy G to the ground and forced the air and throw, which caused the interception. So that was a direct result of him, you know, applying a lot of pressure and uh, applying a lot of pressure and causing a turnover to send his team to the Super Bowl. Now the Rams gave up all of that draft capital. They gave up all those picks um, and all that cap space to sign the team that they have to get Odell, to get Von Miller, to keep Aaron Donald there, to get Matt Stafford, to re-sign Cooper Cup, um, they've given to sign Jalen Ramsey. They've got a they've got a lot of money tied up in those players. They don't have any draft picks to move. So if this didn't work out, they were really stuck. They were just gonna have to run him back with the same team and hope that you know they're able to get over the hump with a better season. But Luckily for them, they came out today, and uh, the first half didn't go the way they wanted to. And for a minute there, I thought that they were about to blow it when they were down 17-7. to But they stayed the course and came back, so I love to see the fight from them. And I'm glad that uh, Matt Stafford, and especially Odell, is in his first Super Bowl. So I definitely um, – I don't even know who I want to win it. I think I'm leaning more towards the Rams to win just because I want to see Odell get a Super Bowl for all that he had to go through for the last two years out there in Cleveland and all the media scrutiny he was getting. So I'd love to see him win because I don't think it could happen to a nicer guy. Um, I think Odell is one of the most talented wide receivers I've ever seen. And before his injury and before he was in Cleveland, he was well on his way to a Hall of Fame wide receiver career. Um, I don't know if he can get back to that. I don't know if he still got that in him, but I know he can still play. I know he's still a danger on the field. And if I was a defensive coordinator, I would stand, I would still send double teams at him just because I know what he can do. Um, that's how much respect I have for Odell. So I, I hope that they win. 
Um, just because, like I said, I want Odell to win. But it would not shock me at all if the Bengals won because, like I said, Joe Burrow is Joe Cool, and that man has ice in his veins. It would not surprise me if something happened to where they got down big in the game and did pull to Tom Brady like he did in the, against the Falcons a few years ago and brought them back to win the Super Bowl. That wouldn't surprise me at all. But it also wouldn't surprise me if the Bengals came out and just dominated the Rams um, from start to finish. That wouldn't surprise me at all either. So, honestly, I want the Rams to win just because of Odell, but it wouldn't shock me and I wouldn't be upset if the Bengals won either um, because that would just be a feather in the cap of Joe Burrow to say, hey, I came in the league and in my second year I've already won a Super Bowl and the Bengals are here to stay. The AFC is stacked with quarterbacks. They got Joe Burrow, Pat Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. Uh, what's my man from the Chargers? Um, Justin Herbert, they got him. Um, if Baker Mayfield ever turns out to be anything, which I doubt he will, but, uh, you know, he's out there in Cleveland. He might turn out to be something. Who knows? Um, and Deshaun Watson is still out there somewhere, you know, whenever he gets back to playing. He was definitely one of the top quarterbacks in the league. So the AFC is going to be fun to watch for the next few years as well as uh, as well as the quarterback uh, Josh Allen from the Bills. The Bills are going to be a problem to be reckoned with for the next few years as well. I think the AFC is going to be behold to a lot of Super Bowl titles here in the future just because of the great quarterback play. Um, and I feel like if you don't have one of those quarterbacks, then your team probably is not going to make it very far unless you have some all-world defense or you have some all-world running back. Who knows? Um, in the NFC, uh, I don't know what we're going to be looking at. The Rams might be the, the toast of the conference for the next few years with Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup and Odell and Aaron Donald and Von Miller. And Sean McVay is one of the bright young coaches in the league. <clears throat> so... You know, you never know how that's going to go. Um, we don't know if Tom Brady's actually retired. It came out the other day that he did retire, but then another report came out and said that he called the Bucks and said he hadn't made up his mind yet. So we don't know if he's actually gone. Um, I don't believe in Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. I just think that the coaching staff that they have and the owner that they have is going to hold them back because they have way too much talent not to be winning these playoff games to making dumb decisions like they have been um, here in the past. Um, the 49ers are probably going to take a step back if they get rid of Jimmy G because they're going with a rookie quarterback with Trey Lance. So I think it will take some take some time for him to get acclimated to the NFL game. Um I don't know what's going to happen in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. Is he going to stay or is he going to go? But if he stays, they're always going to be a threat because Aaron Rodgers, to me, in my opinion, is the best quarterback I've ever seen. He might not have the resume of a Tom Brady, but I would take Aaron Rodgers any day, every day, um, to be my quarterback. Uh, the Saints don't have Drew Brees anymore, and I hate that Jameis got hurt this year with a torn ACL, so hopefully he can bounce back. Um I don't really know anybody else in the NFC. I think the Cardinals will do better. Um, I just hate that Kyler Murray is so short. I think that's what's holding him back because he can't stay healthy. He's got D-Hop, um, one of the best wide receivers in the game. But um, if he can't figure a way to stay healthy and get better playing quarterback, then the Cardinals aren't going to go very far either. Um, nobody else in the NFC is coming to mind. Um the Rams, the 49ers, the Cardinals, the Packers, the Bucks, the Saints. 
Um, I don't know what's going to happen with Russell Wilson in Seattle. I don't know if he's going to stay in Seattle or is he going to force his way out and go somewhere else? Because if he goes somewhere else, depending on where he goes, that team will instantly become a Super Bowl contender. If he goes somewhere in the AFC, maybe a Denver, or if he goes to Tennessee, or if he goes to Oakland, because we don't know what Oakland with Derek Carr is he going to stay, depending on whoever they hire for a coach. And if I'm not mistaken, I think I read earlier today they're going to hire Josh McDaniels, so he may stay in Oakland. Who knows? But if they have a chance to get Russell Wilson, they may just tell Derek Carr, hey, it was fun with you, but we got a chance to get Russell Wilson, so we're going to get Russell Wilson. If he stays in Seattle, um, I see them being in complete rebuild mode. Um, I don't see them contending going going next year. Um, they don't have a lot of weapons on offense outside of Russ and D.K. Metcalf. Um their defense is not what it used to be at all. Um, they're no longer the Legion of Boom. That whole secondary is gone. Um, so we'll see uh, with the Seahawks. Um, I don't think Minnesota is there, even though they got Justin Jefferson. I love him as a wide receiver. I think he's one of the best wide receivers in the game. But Justin Jefferson can't do it by himself, and he's still got Kirk Cousins throwing him the ball. And Kirk Cousins is just – accident waiting to happen. I just don't see why Minnesota paid him all that money. And um, Minnesota went from a few years ago to being, you know, one game out of the Super Bowl to they've been irrelevant since. Um, I don't see the Giants doing anything. Uh, the Daniel Jones experiment needs to end. He is not that guy. And they are wasting Saquon Barkley in my opinion. I think Saquon is one of the great uh, young running backs in the league, but he plays for New York, and they are just horrible on offense. They're horrible as an organization altogether. Um, the Eagles, I don't know what they're going to do with uh, Jalen Hurts. I don't know if, if they're going to stick with Jalen Hurts or they're going to try and get another quarterback. Um, I think Jalen Hurts has promise, but I think um, – he's going to have to figure it out. Like, does he want to be, you know, the precision pinpoint quarterback or does he want to be a running quarterback? He's got to make better decisions. I think some of the decisions he makes holds them back. And um, for whatever reason, the Eagles won that Super Bowl and they have not been the same since. Um, they don't look explosive on offense. Their defense isn't lights out like it was that year that they won the Super Bowl. So I don't know what happened with them. Um, the Washington Redskins, that whole franchise is a joke. Um, they haven't been relevant my entire time of living outside of early in the 90s when they won a Super Bowl, I think. Outside of that, they haven't been relevant for most of my adult life. Um, they have one of the best defensive lines in football, but the rest of their defense is suspect, and their offense is suspect as well. Um I don't even know who their quarterback is, but they need a definite upgrade there. So maybe they could get Russell Wilson or somebody to come to Washington and play, maybe upgrade that franchise. Um, the Panthers, I don't know what's going on with the Panthers. Um, their quarterback situation is in flux. CMC can't stay healthy. Um, their defense is not what it used to be, even though that cornerback that they got, uh, J.C. Horn, I think is his name, um, he looked like he was the real deal this year. So hopefully he can continue to expand and become a, a better player there. Um, but they've got some major, major decisions to make. What are they going to do with quarterback? Are they going to – what are they going to do with Cam? What are they going to do with Sam Darnold? Are they going to go in another direction? What are they going to do? I don't know. Um, the Bears – 
the Bears are the Bears. Um, they I, they fired Matt Nagy finally, but I think he's done too much damage. That defense that the Bears had, I think he's wasted that. They don't have a lot of options on offense either. Um, I don't know if Justin Fields is the answer. I don't want to say that he isn't because he's playing under Matt Nagy. So hopefully he can he can you know get in the film room, learn learn the game better. Uh, get more accurate with his arm, you know, and become who we thought he was going to be when he came out of Ohio State. Um, the Lions are the Lions. Poor Jared Goff went from, you know, living in L.A. to now he lives in Detroit and playing with the Lions. Um, they have been a joke of a franchise for forever. Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson is not walking through that door. So they need a complete overhaul. They need like a full-blown 20-pick draft. That's how bad the Bay or the Lions are. Um, that's really the NFC or in the Saints. The Saints, I think they have something with Jameis, but now that Sean Payton has stepped away, I don't know who they're going to get to be their coach. So I think having him on the sideline was one of the things that made the Saints as good as they've been over the years. But their defense ain't getting no younger, and their offense is taking a step back since Drew Brees is gone. Um, so hopefully they can figure out a way to get it, bring in the coach, shore up that offense, um, keep playing good defense, and figure out a way to get back to being what we, you know, come to love and admire about the New Orleans Saints. Um, and the AFC um, for my Titans, literally, we we gotta find a quarterback. I wasn't sold on Ryan Tannehill at first, but I couldn't. I had to admit. You know, him last year and the year before when he took over for Marcus Mariota, he looked like he had come into his own and was going to be the real deal. But the, his turnovers are killing me. He, I think he threw 17 interceptions this season. Like, that is un, un that is unheard of. You can't win like that. So, if they can find them an upgraded quarterback, I'm all for it because I think we have all the ingredients to be a Super Bowl contender. I mean, we made we were the number one seed in the AFC this year, and that was with Derrick Henry being hurt. Now Derrick Henry's back. We got Derrick Henry. We've got uh, Julio Jones. We've got AJ Brown. Jeffrey Simmons on the defensive line has emerged. He probably should have been an All Pro. Should have been a, a Pro Bowl pick. Um, we got Kevin Byer, one of the best safeties in the league. So I think that you know we have all the ingredients, and we have a good coach in Mike Vrabel. I think we have all the ingredients. We just need a quarterback, so we can get somebody like a Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson. I think then, then you know everybody better watch out. Um, who else in the AFC? The AFC, the Colts. Carson Wentz is a head case. I don't know what's going on with Carson. I used to make the argument that Carson was better than Dak Prescott, but Dak has shown that he's way better than Carson. I don't know what's going on with Carson Wentz, but he's not that guy. The Houston Texans are about, just about as bad as the Detroit Lions. It's a joke. Um, the Miami Dolphins, I think they have young talent. I hate that they fired Brian Flores as a coach. Um, I don't know who they're going to get to bring in there, but I think that was stupid for them to start off one and seven and then to end eight and eight. Um, he showed that he knows what he's doing as a coach. Um, I think there are a few pieces away from being a contender in the AFC. Um, the Jets are in the same class as the Detroit Lions. They're a joke. Um, I can't see it. The Pittsburgh Steelers, I don't know what they're going to do with quarterback. They need to go out and draft somebody or make a, a huge trade for somebody since Big Ben is retired. Hell of a career to him. First battle Hall of Famer. Probably one of the top 10, 15 best quarterbacks I've ever seen. Maybe top 20, something like that. I wouldn't say he's top 10, but that's just me. Um, 
So we'll see what's going to happen there. Baltimore, I think Baltimore season kind of went downhill when Lamar Jackson got hurt. But uh, they have to figure out some some things on offense. They need to get them a game-breaking wide receiver and sure some things on defense, I think, to get back to being the Ravens that we have come to know and love over the years. Um, Kansas City, I think Kansas City needs to just stay the course. Um, they're still one of the most talented teams in football. They've got one of the best quarterbacks, the best tight end in football. They've got Tyreek Hill, Nicole Hardman, Miko um, Hardman, my bad. Um, so I think that they're 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 right there. The Bills are coming. Josh Allen is coming. I've never seen a quarterback play a more perfect game than against the Chiefs in the divisional round. Just unfortunately, Pat Mahomes got the ball in overtime and went right down the field and scored. But uh, the, the Bills are coming. Um, the Raiders, I think the Raiders showed promise with all that they went through this year. So hopefully they can, uh, bounce back from that. Uh, they made the playoffs, uh, the Chargers, same thing. I think they should ensure some things in offense and defense. They've got a, a franchise quarterback in Justin Herbert. So I like where that franchise is going. Um, the Browns are the Browns. I don't believe in Baker Mayfield. I don't believe in that organization. So I don't think they're going to be any good. Um, who else in the AFC? Uh, the Jaguars. I think the Jaguars could do good with uh, Trevor Lawrence. They just need to get some pieces around him and get a stable front office and a stable front coach or head coaching position, and they'll be all right. Um, I think that's all the teams in the AFC. So, really, like I said, I got the Rams winning the Super Bowl, but it wouldn't surprise me if the Bengals won. Um, and if they do win, more power to them. But if they don't, you know, Joe Burrow let the world know he's here and he's coming. Um, but that's all I got, y'all. That's all I got for this episode. About to run out of time. But uh, thanks for everybody for tuning in. Thank you for all the support. Y'all let me know what y'all want me to talk about next. I'll holler at y'all.